0: Hello, everybody. My name is Joseph. I'm the founder of Free Speech Studios and the host of the Free Speech Podcast. Frankie, who are you? Hi, guys. Frankie Aviles here, the host of Think Like the Enemy. Dude, I'm so excited about your new podcast. And I love the name. I think you actually nailed it. That is a strong branding. And it makes a lot of sense because that is exactly... What you what you do you essentially think like an adversary, which is awesome in your in your reporting. So thank you, thank you. Let's uh, let's thank just rump, uh, jump right into it. So, you know, I wanted to start uh, this conversation by kind of showing you this video, Frankie, because it is incredible how far the country has come and how far a politician like Joe Biden has come. Absolutely, right? we Th- this man seems to have no real priorities for himself other than promoting himself and being a yes man to whoever's running the, the deep state, essentially. And whatever, whatever is favorably politically is what this man does. So this is Joe Biden uh, talking about immigration in 1993. Listen to this man because, by God, he sounds like a right-wing extremist. He Take does. a look.
1: I won't say fairly. I have a very strong view relating to uh, the matter to which you spoke last, and that is the hiring of undocumented workers by you and your husband. When we first met on January the 5th, following your being named uh, by President-elect Clinton to be Attorney General, you volunteered this fact to me. You volunteered the circumstances under which this hiring took place, and you volunteered uh, that that, uh, what did take place— was a violation of the United States immigration law. I've spoken to you at length about this matter and you've been interviewed by the FBI and by the committee investigative staff under oath. And this matter is, as you know, a serious one in my view.
0: So hiring illegal criminal aliens here from Joe Biden's mouth is a very serious concern to him. 100%. How far has this man come that today he tried to, in fact, during his administration, he has imported 10 million people and given and given them the right to work in the United States. So it's 30 what, years what in the making, here? brother.
2: 30 years of politics is in the making when you come and think of it. If you look at the push that happened back in 2008, like we have talked about it before in your podcast, uh, we have seen that Bernie Sanders brought a socialist element to American politics that had never been seen before that actually took roots into American politics. That is, at the end of the day, to me, that's where everything changed. You know what I mean? Everybody, if you look back at the agenda back then, it was like, okay, immigration is bad. Illegal immigration is horrible. Immigration has to be measured. It has to be catered to the needs of the nation. It has to be beneficial for the United States. Today, the rhetoric is like, we'll take anybody that wants to come in claim your country out and bring it to us and we will provide to them because that's what we do
0: apparently we we literally see our border reporters finding you know thousands of passports and IDs and driver's license just thrown at the border yeah because the Biden administration couldn't care less who these people are they're letting them in and distributing them uh, distributing distributing them using, uh, you know, religious NGOs using the customs and border protection force yeah. uh, to do that work. Uh, it is just so funny to me how how really Joe Biden is nothing but but a puppet of uh, you know for for whatever is politically popular. Essential, essentially, like this man has no principles, and and it's quite clear that he doesn't love America and that he actually appears to seriously hate American citizens. So in his uh, in his uh, you know in 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 what he does with his administration we see you know we know we have homeless veterans on the streets you right. and I have talked about exactly. that it's very hard for yeah. a veteran to get real help from the federal government extremely uh, yet okay. if 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 you cross the border illegally if you literally cross the river mm-hmm. then you get free housing you get free healthcare yeah you get free lawyers yep free food um and and, and, i feel
2: like we're literally oprah right now as a country we're like hey you get this you get this you get that's like well (laughs) it it sounds funny but it really isn't you know what i mean like we're just literally going like yeah let's just hand it out because you know we have an unlimited amount of money coming you know everywhere
0: right now yeah but not for americans no only for illegal criminal aliens absolutely so a lot of a lot of a lot of what's happened is that because Joe Biden is such you know such um unprincipled man because he is willing to change with whatever is politically popular to say he has no principles right um we we have all the these videos of Joe Biden saying things that he thought were the right things to say in in the moment yeah um so we can't really i mean i i don't I, i'm not like I don't even know how to how how to feel about this because Joe Biden actually told the American people in, 2000, in 2019 what he was about to do. So in this video during a democratic debate he literally says that if he becomes president his first priority will be to surge the borders with refugees. Right. So when an evil man tells you what they're about to do you should probably believe them. He had yeah. no reason to lie.
2: That's what he they always do agenda. every time. Every single time, that is exactly what they do. Like, if you look back at everything that the Democratic Party has said in one shape or form that they will not be doing, that is exactly what they're going to be doing. Like, go back to history, Woodrow Wilson. We will not get into World War I unless we're actually pushed to World War One, And what happened a year later, boom, America's in World War One.
0: Yeah, it's almost like when the government says it, it's like think the opposite. Correct. Um, so, listen to Joe Biden in twenty nineteen because this is yeah. Now that now that he's pretended to be conservative on the border and he's like I'm trying oh, to secure the border. Republicans, you would just give me more money. Right. Um. He's lying to you, people. He is lying to Democrats. He's lying to the American people. He's a fake ass lying criminal. Listen to what he promised to do, uh, in twenty nineteen.
3: I would, in fact, make sure that there is, we immediately surge to the border. All those people are seeking asylum. They deserve to be heard. That's who we are. We're a nation that says if you want to flee and you're fleeing oppression, you should come. I would.
2: So what did you you see in that? Let me let me cut in real quick. Sorry. What did you see in that video on the left hand side of the actual video feed or the video capture? Who did you see on the left hand side?
0: There was Bernie. Bernie freaking
2: Sanders. The actual Let's common denominator when it comes to the it's push.
0: The
3: to the border. All those people are seeking asylum. They deserve to be heard. That's who we
0: are. There you got. You've got Pocahontas on one side. Right. And you've got Bernie Sanders on the other side.
2: What was Bernie they, Sanders' actual percentage back then in 2019? His actual voting percentage, the block that he pulled for that election. 44%. He went down... Was that...
0: To, was that- yeah, I don't know. Yeah, no, he Ooh. he
2: did. He pulled fifty four percent back in twenty twenty eight or two thousand eight. Sorry, when actually Obama you know ran for office, he was fifty four percent, and everything shifted on every other candidate. This time, same thing, forty four percent. Very good numbers for a primary. Good God, that's like you're doing pristine, my guy. If there's three or four more people in the run, that's that's it.
0: So he had to switch his actual narrative. Period. Yeah, I mean, Joe Biden essentially said he was going to be a centrist. He said we were going to go back to being uh, a normal country, right? Like no more drama from right. Donald Trump. And then he took the most extreme positions that Bernie Sanders was bringing to the table and then implemented those yeah. with 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 a full of government approach with every single agency working together to 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 essentially like he said in this video to surge Criminal aliens across the border into every city in the United States, giving them free money, free mm. healthcare, free plane tickets. I don't remember the last time the government gave me a free free plane ticket they, to go to Chicago. They've never given me a free plane ticket when
2: it came to that. Only while I was in the military, but it was because I was doing something for them. So they kind of had to put my butt
0: where they needed me to be. So yeah. So Frankie, maybe maybe you can educate me a little bit on on some of these. Um executive actions that Joe Biden has has taken during his uh three-year presidency, I guess. Yeah. Sure. So he says, right now, right now, Joe Biden goes in front of the American people and he says, Republicans don't give me any more money to secure the border, right? Like right. it's all Donald Trump's fault. Right. Of course. Donald Trump told these Republicans not to pass this border. bill. Right.
2: Right. 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 Because, you know,
0: why right. is that? Right. Like so. So we don't take this man seriously. So on my screen, Frank, if mm-hmm. you can see this, yeah, I can see it. So walk me through this, because you'll hear the narrative from Republicans answering. Right. Like, right. Hey, well, Joe Biden uh, passed 80 something executive orders opening up the border and reversing what Donald Trump did. But not a lot of people know what these things actually are, when they happen, and what what he actually did. And so I thought maybe Frankie can actually tell me about this because you seem to have a, a deeper understanding of sort of like the intricate details of what's been going on. And so um, if and if you want me to click on any of these, sure, let sure. me know or perhaps read, read the title and just tell us what, what some of the stuff is, Frankie.
2: When You know, we, we both like to do something and it is the we give people the tools so they can do the research themselves because that's, you know, come on, man, it's free speech. It's what you actually do when you talk in your podcast It's free speech podcast. For me on think like the enemy, I look at everything that is happening and has happened and the perception that somebody in an enemy or an adversarial position is going to have, right? That's what, that's my bread and butter, my guy. That's what we do. What we can see here is that if, he took oath of office, I believe it was January 19, right? Like every other president. You can see right. that the first actions that he took was five executive actions, actually six. So when it comes to the executive orders, they're not, necess- they're not laws. They're just basically, this is the way that this presidency is going to move forward on these issues. That's, that's what an executive action is. It empowers an actual directorate or an actual agency for that matter, and the way forward to operate because that is what they need, right? It's the executive branch. You as a business owner and as an actual employee of a company that is managing a company, and managing employees, you're basically telling your people, hey, man, this is what we need to do. So that is what Joe Biden is doing with these executive orders. So the entry discrimination bans is basically the push against Title 42. And that was like the first thing that he did right? Because he said, Title 42 is horrible. We're not going to keep people in Mexico because they can potentially have COVID. We, you remember that that wonderful, you know, it's more of a strategic play on the geopolitical spectrum, right? Because Donald Trump, he said, immigration is going out of hand. I saw it from the previous presidency in his two terms, the deporter in chief, you know, Barack Hussein Obama, he was basically deporting people left and right. The camps for the kids when they were separated from their parents when they were being taken out was actually done by Obama. It wasn't actually done by Trump, y'all. Imagine that. Isn't that crazy, Joseph? That people automatically think that it was, you know, Trump.
0: Yeah, people for people really do forget that at one point in time, I mean, Obama was deporting a lot of people, right? And 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 so that requires a lot of infrastructure right. to do that, to do that right. Um, which is why, you know, hopefully when Donald Trump comes back into office, we should be ready to understand that, yes, there's going to be some uncomfortable videos of people being locked up. hundred percent. Because that's how you deport people, right? right? Like, I'm sorry, that's just how it's going to be. So what, what else happened, Frankie? Then we have
2: the same push that happened back in the Obama administration and the way that he got the Democratic vote and the Hispanic vote was talking about DACA, the people that came in with their parents as illegal immigrants, but then they had made their lives here. These children don't have the actual ability to say, I want to go back to Mexico or to Guatemala or El Salvador or wherever I came from, because they have made their life here. So it is a push that was done in the Obama administration to actually naturalize, right? We all remember people going to college, doing the actual rallies, going like, yeah, we need to be naturalized. That was the second thing or the third thing that he did. The one, the, um, the executive order on the revision of the civil immigration enforcement policies is basically tied to the Title 42, but more on how many people are going to be let in into the country. Remember that back in uh, 2018, actually, no, 2019, President Trump actually said, we're going to start pushing people back when it comes to these countries. Do you remember that that actual push that happened back then? Yeah, yep. Right. So he did it because there was a lot of terrorist networks that were trying to infiltrate into the country legally because they they had already been like getting in here because of previous administrations. The Muslim Brotherhood that got started in Egypt basically is running everything here when it comes to the academia. Is
0: this is this next thing is an absolute um, just indictment of the Biden administration. So from January 20, 20th, 2021, mm-hmm. proclam, and, and you're, listen, you probably should read the entire thing. If you're watching this, go check this out. 100%. Uh, but uh, the heading of this executive order is proclamation of the termination of emergency with respect to the southern border of the United States redirection of funds diverted to border wall construction that coward says he needs more money right he did this right so
2: that is where he is attacking a particular law as you all remember the law got actually into place it was a bill then it became a law and then he's basically reverting this particular funding from one place to the other meaning Where did that money go to? If it was going to the construction of the border, it went to the actual peddling to the migrants that were coming in. That is basically it. Yeah,
0: He he took that money and gave it to the NGOs.
2: Right. Which is what we see on actual report nine. Remember report nine that we did it back about three months ago that we found it. My computer got actually paralyzed and then I had to go back, put another VPN on it and scrub it and then, because it is easily accessible information that the government doesn't want you to have. Because why would you have access to something that they're saying, this is what basically that report said. We have spent $484 billion on this garbage right now. Mayorgas is not doing his job because we're supposed to like get people in. Okay, cool, we get him in, but we're supposed to push him to the point that it is, okay, you're gonna be naturalized. You need to get this, you need to get that. You need to start producing for the country. He hasn't done that. He has just basically put them in sanctuary cities just to sit there and then flip the bill to the taxpayers. So everybody in Congress that has anything to say about this particular sense, they were like, wait a minute. Why? Why is he not doing anything? He has been impeached, but yet he has hasn't been removed because it is not the proper political play. Because if you want to look back, think, think, think. Think like what an enemy would be doing. We're sitting here as Republicans. Think what the Democrats can do right now. Gas got impeached. Now, Biden went into the border, kind of. He was in Brownsville, right? So he was at that CBP facility. Remember the the actual where, where he was at yesterday? Was that at the CBP facility in Brownsville, right?
0: Yeah. He went to the Brownsville facility. Right. So he went
2: to the Brownsville facility. So he has already in his mind and in the actual strategist mind, he has already visited the border because he visited the people that are actually securing the border. Mallorca's got But We know,
0: dude, we know here in Texas that Joe Biden came to check on his human trafficking operation. Right. We don't believe him. He's trying to secure the border. Please we're literally reading all the things right now that he this man did to open up the border. So if you're a Democrat watching this your president, is lying to you. 100%. He wants to to pretend that he cares about the border, but only because now the consequences that Republicans have been talking about this entire time are materializing, right? You have Sanctuary City, New York City, begging for illegal criminal aliens to to come to their city. Only a couple years later, Eric, uh, Mayor Adams, he is saying how... You know, immigration will destroy New York City," he says uh, to 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 Joe Biden. But right. at this point, it's too late. You did that. Sanctuary cities did that. And the if, push. If you go ahead. No, no, seriously. I mean, all I'm saying is like, if you're a sanctuary city, then this border crisis is on you. Because you invited invited this, you, you know, it's sort of obvious, right? Like what would a, you know, what would a poor person in in Venezuela do if they were told that as long as they could make it into the United States to a city like Chicago or New York City, Mm -hmm. they would be welcomed with free money, free housing, free healthcare and free legal services. They would immediately rush the border exactly like Joe Biden won more so.
2: Now the problem for him is the basic one. Mayorgas got impeached. He went to the border. What is the next move? This is my prediction. The next move is going to be two things, possibly. We're going to take one route, then the other. The first move would be push Mayorgas completely out of the actual office and start limiting the people that are coming into the border, just as an executive action like he
0: has done in the past. And we see it right here. But but Frankie, we already know that this is happening because Joe Biden actually did something about the border October, 2023. Correct. Right. So we saw, what was very interesting, what you were saying is because we saw that he made a deal with Venezuela, with Mm -hmm. Mexico, essentially cutting the the flow of migrants. We saw it at the border here in Texas, here in San Antonio. We're like, this is great. There's no illegals coming. And then we Texans, foolish Texans, we believe that Greg Abbott is doing a damn thing about this because there's a lot of political theater here. Right. But the impact that Joe Biden had by doing a, a deal with Venezuela, where the migrants are coming from, mm-hmm. that, that made a difference. Of course, now we know that Venezuela is reneging on the deal. Correct. And As they we are can now, uh, they're, they're refusing to accept the deportations Correct. that the Joe Biden administration agreed to Joe Biden, to make it very clear, agreed to deport all Venezuelans that were coming into the country illegally after July 21st of 2023. Of course, right before that, he gave uh, working rights and legal status to 500,000 Venezuelans that they could just come in. Just like the U.S.
2: Citizen Act of 2021, which we have in front of us.
0: this, This dude is just switching his position with the political winds. And, and so now, because the situation became so uncomfortable that even Democrats are disgusted with Joe yeah. Biden, yep. then yep. he's like, I'm trying to do something about the border, but we know that it's a dog and pony show. We know Joe Biden wants to get reelected so that he can open the freaking border again. But Frank, am I wrong?
2: It's the other side of that story for sure. But I think that the push right now is that the narrative is not being controlled by the executive branch of our government. I sincerely believe that the narrative is being controlled hundred percent by the democratic party, because at the end of the day, this is a political strategy at the time. This is not a, Oh, this is what the administration messed up at. This is what the administration should do. Now that we know that we messed up at this, This is what the administration needs to accept as the plan to potentially win the election in 2024. There is no other way around it. He needs to go. But in the meantime, if he can start cleaning house so he can show the people that the Democratic Party actually cares and that the Democratic Party actually loves America. How to better do it than to get Majorgas out? I wouldn't be surprised in the next three to six months, Majorgas magically seems to ride into the sunset with the millions of dollars that he has pocketed from illegal the immigration. Freaking,
0: they're such freaking hypocrites, dude. It, this so... is this is
2: chess played at a level that the American people does not know how it works. Literally, if if you look at everything that you have in front of you, right, just read you don't have to read it out loud. You just have to look at the actual explanation of each and every single piece of garbage executive order that this person has passed. You can see that it's all pieces to the puzzle. Everything is in front of us, but yet again, we choose to not pay attention. And I don't mean us, the people that are talking to you right now. I mean us as the American populace, but I tell you who's paying attention to everything. The enemy. The enemy is going to be playing in listening to the tune of this freaking orchestra
0: my goodness dude yeah so how do i not even know this so u.s citizenship act of Mm -hmm. 2020 2021 right on january 20th 2021 president biden endorsed the u.s citizenship act of 2021 memorializing his commitment to modernize the u.s uh immigration system right on february 18th 2021 senator bob menendez and congresswoman linda sanchez introduced the bill. If passed by Congress, the bill would represent the most sweeping immigration reform package since 1990 Crazy. and would create the largest legalization legalization program in the U.S. Um, and this would provide an eight-year pathway to citizenship for approximately 11 million undocumented immigrants. Mm-hmm. So he passed this, yep. and then he went ahead and imported 10 million criminal aliens, just perfect for this freaking, uh, for this freaking order
2: you know where where this wow. actually was said that a lot of people did not pay attention there's somebody in america that a lot of people and i even exhort you to actually pay attention to this person bob woodward bob woodward was the actual person that broke watergate do you remember what watergate get, was yes richard nixon and for the listeners you know I and mean? you know a lot of people don't don't pay attention to it but for the listeners richard nixon spying on the actual Democratic National Convention, Bob Woodward actually wrote a book with Robert Costa about how Biden was able to secure the presidency in 2020.
0: One of the things that he oh had good. Is, is this literally DEI? Yes, that is. DEI. This? So this is this is. So executive order on restoring faith in our legal immigration system yep. and strengthening immigration and inclusion efforts for n- new Americans. Yes. For new Americans. Yes. So this is basically, we will open up the borders to everyone from the rest of the world except yes. for white people.
2: Yes. My goodness, what? Yeah, that is DEI 100%. Because see, this is the thing, right? Th- this is the funniest notion here that, that just occurred to me. You have two Hispanic you know, men talking about the issues of America, and that is already kind of taboo on the left because it's like, okay, like, well, they have to know more than us. That's the first thing. America is comprised of 60% white. And every single time that something happens in America, people start freaking out, right? Because it is happening right in front of us and we see it. As soon as somebody says and opens the word to the word racism, that's when everything goes crazy. Why is that? Why do we have to pedal to go back to the scars of America and open the wounds again that are now feeling like a self-inflicting wound? Because that's what we're doing, literally. Because nobody's been, you it's know, like the so mainstream dumb, media dude. has not been talking about illegal immigration until Lake and Riley was killed by a Venezuelan immigrant in Georgia. Literally, that is the first uh, time that they have actually openly uh, said something about illegal immigration and the issues that are in, in this country right now. How is that even possible? That's what I want to know.
0: Is he so what the hell? So on on May 3rd, 2021, President Biden increased the refugee admission ceiling for F, uh fiscal year 2021 15,000 to 62,500. Correct. So he literally multiplied it four times. Yes. Um and that's that's his new number, but that was only for 2021. Right. Then the push then went back to double that.
2: It went to double then that. Then they doubled it. Remember when when we started looking at the reporting from Hernando on the the American replacement center that he talks about and everything like that? Do you understand now why the eight year block that they had to go to their court was so important? Because basically, by that point, they're going to be citizens with this particular piece of legislation. And this is what I've been saying the whole freaking time, dude. You know that I have been reporting on it. You have been reporting on it. And we're just looking at it in front of you so you can see exactly what the actual reaction should be from the American people. You are being freaking replaced. It is not even a possibility or probability. It is factual knowledge. It is right here in front of you. We're not making this crap up. Like, how is it even possible that you can look at me online and say, you are a piece of shit. When I am just reading what your fucking president did to you. It, he didn't do it to just magically. He just said, fuck you, Francisco Vilas. No, he said, fuck you, America. This is why we talk about these fucking issues. And I get heated because looking at the paper and the black and fucking white in front of me is right there. And you fucking stupid, moron motherfuckers can't see it. How can you not fucking see it what is in front of you? That's what I want to fucking know. Sorry that I got a little heated, but so, it's, 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 this, it just this, it aggravates this, the living
0: shit out of me, bro. This, this will uh, hopefully this uh, calms you down. Probably Thank not. <laughs> so uh, Secretary uh, Blinken, Secretary Blinken, then announces to the world the Welcome Corps. Woo! This is so crazy, dude. Hello, everyone.
4: Providing a safe haven and a new home for people fleeing war, violence and persecution is one of America's noblest traditions. Dating back to the founding of our nation. And throughout our history, our country has benefited from the energy, the ingenuity, the hard work of refugees. Hmm. American communities have all been at the heart of welcoming refugees,
0: whether they were escaping the horrors of World War II. So they changed the rule so race, now anybody can welcome refugees yes. or what they claim are refugees. Or they or don't, don't even have to know them. Correct. And private companies happening. and churches are now allowed to bring people in. in Correct. Every
4: American state stepped up to help resettle thousands of Afghans, Ukrainians, and Venezuelans. Building on this proud tradition, the State Department is launching the Welcome Corps, a private sponsorship program that will harness the generosity so I like and the goodwill most, of Americans yeah. resettle refugees. For over four decades, our system has relied primarily on resettlement agencies to do this work. Under this new initiative, people in communities, faith-based organizations, colleges and universities.
0: So when we say the Biden administration is using religious NGOs to traffic humans, including children across the border and then across the nation, people think you're crazy. The, the secretary right. of state literally told us that. Right.
2: But remember, on video. But on remember, purpose. remember, since they changed the rules, it is not considered trafficking anymore. And and I have to make a quick pause, like a three second pause. I apologize for my verbiage previously. I really do, because I don't like to get like this on camera. I don't like to get like this on audio either. Either, but it really it aggravates me when I have a conversation with a Democrat that it is completely blinded to the idea that this is a hoax. When you see the actual writing on an executive order, as a veteran of the United States of America and at the United States Navy, this pains me dearly because i swore to protect and defend the constitution on an oath until the day that i die and this is what i'm doing and it gets me really heated up so i apologize you know what i mean to the listeners and the viewers because i shouldn't be talking like
0: well you you literally spoke for a lot of americans frankie because that is exactly how we all feel we can see that the Biden administration is lying to our freaking faces and and we're not going to have this shit anymore
5: Cool. The US has launched a groundbreaking initiative that it's could pave the way for it. a colossal shift as the, the mainstream
0: policy. press
1: this right. is this is a major change because secretary of state antony blinken announced a pilot program that would allow americans to financially sponsor the resettlement of refugees secretary blinken called the so-called welcome corps initiative quote, ridiculous. the boldest innovation in refugee resettlement in decades so oh, the shit,
0: reason i this. play this video is because the first time i published this video the left the crazy lunatic uh, leftist 100%. Democrat psychos, like that's an AI video. It's right. like, dude, that is your Secretary of State. How about you? Sh- how about you shut your mouth, right? Right. So, yes, this is very real, guys. The Biden administration in twenty twenty four. Still today. Now the Bi- this Welcome Corps launched now a year ago, and so we have had a multi agency effort, including the Health and Human Services uh team we the state department right. literally the department of defense including in military bases on us soil housing criminal aliens um including little baby children yes and so these people are freaking evil 100%. they are evil and this is a battle between good and evil this is a it's literally uh, God versus Satan, okay? Like, mm-hmm. you guys need to repent. You need to find the Lord because the, the, the Democrats literally worship Satan. Not only that, they actually put satanic altars in government buildings. Which they so, have, yeah. excuse me, that's disgusting and un-American and the, we need to vote these crazy crazy lunatics out of office as soon as possible. But Republicans need to show up, man. Right. This has been the situation for years. And every time there's an election, we're like, red wave, red wave. And then the Democrats crush us. Right.
2: Right here. You got to register.
0: You have to to register to vote. vote. This is my registration
2: to vote because I changed counties. So I have to go to a new county this year. But you have to register to vote, period. There's nothing else around it.
0: So then. We get. I, I live here in Texas, as you know. Uh, right, some unrelated. of you know I'm from San Antonio, Texas. So I live the Texas issue personally. I'm affected by this. Um, we have uh, the greatest president of our lifetime, Donald Trump, coming to the to 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 Eagle Pass, Texas, to the border, and then we have the worst president of our lifetime also coming to the border. This happened uh, yesterday. That that they were here. Mm-hmm. That was yesterday, huh? It was. So. Yeah. I feel like so much has happened already, and so this is what Joe Biden talks about when he comes and makes a a border visit here, um. To to Brownsville, Texas, where the crisis is not so right. Right, uh, that's like me telling you, hey, I have a
2: border crisis right now where I live at in Orlando, Florida, uh. I don't have a border crisis in Orlando, Florida. Why would the president come here and talk about immigration? Same thing. Right. Listen, listen to this, dude.
3: Let me end with this. I understand my predecessors legal Eagle Pass today. So here's what I would say to Mr. The center
0: Trump. of the crisis.
3: Instead of playing policy with an issue, instead of telling members of Congress to block this legislation, join me or I'll join you in telling the Congress to pass this bipartisan border security bill. We can do it together. You know, and I know it's the toughest, most efficient, most effective
0: border security. Most effective method of legalizing criminal aliens into our country. We already have 10 million people in our country that this man let let in and then it goes so much further than let in, like invited, paid for the trip to the United States, paid for their food and Mm -hmm. housing all the way to the United States, including... Uh, building uh, shelters all throughout Mexico, right. so that these people have a nice, warm, uh, and dry place to stay of as course. they, uh, you know, march towards our our country. Right. Um. And so now he claims he is concerned about this. The reality is that the only reason he's even talking about this is that there's an election coming. He's losing. So he then says, oh, my God, I care about the border. Uh, Donald Trump's the one that doesn't care about the border. We know he's a freaking liar. We know that the left lies. We know what he did. We just read you the executive orders that this this man proudly signed. And now he has the balls to lie to the American people saying that he gives a shit about immigration. I don't think so. I don't think so. Joe Biden um if if this was up to me i'd say the attorney general of texas ken paxton should be pressing charges against joe biden right now and against uh secretary mallorcas hey the spineless cowards in washington dc the rhino republicans can't do their freaking job well maybe the state of texas will have to do your job for you like we're doing the job of border security for Joe Biden, who's supposed to be doing it. He is a coward and a liar and not a good man. No one should vote for this man. No one should vote for this man. What I love about it
2: is that he says it in a very calm tone, in a very centrist manner, in a manner that you can say, you know what, maybe we should look into this bill. We should look into this bill because for some reason, once it was actually pushed back by the Senate Republicans, Then same senator Republicans, they actually go and rush to find support for the Ukraine aid because that is the pressing issue of America.
0: What? what, So, yes, the House of Representatives said, I don't think so to the Senate. Correct. And so Senate Republicans blocked the border bill after it was clear that the House wasn't going to pass it because these freaking losers agreed it was a bipartisan bill. Right. There was one thing. That bill was bipartisan. It was Rhinos and Democrats. Yes. Yes, it was bipartisan, but real conservatives in the house said absolutely, absolutely not, not. because you call this a border you call it a border package, but it's you're not talking about the US border because there's three times the money for freaking Ukraine and Israel and you claim to be doing something about the border. And so then Rhino right, Republicans in the Senate just make a bill without the border at right. all and right. then just do that what
2: because that because that makes sense you know because in the in the initial bill was going to cost like 95 billion dollars 60 of it was going to go to ukraine so they can buy weapons and blah 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 blah, blah. and then the other 17 was going to go to israel and then it was like seven billion dollars for border security which it was all about oh we're going to do the infrastructure stuff we're going to give you more equipment we're going to do this and we're going to do that when they already have about three billion dollars that they can draw from to do those things Not to secure the border, but they actually have the money. We talked about it before in another podcast. We've talked about it in videos. We have done our due diligence. They had the money. They said, this is what it's supposed to be for, for your equipment, for your actual installations, for you to build more stuff if you need to. This is where the money should come from. But that is not enough because we have an insatiable appetite to destroy
0: our nation. That is what our politicians have right now. Yeah, including Republicans. I am sorry to say that, and I am voting for Donald Trump, but I'm not 100%. a hard Republican. I'll be very honest with you. I, I remember the Iraq war. I remember, I remember what happened there. I remember weapons of mass destruction. I remember being lied to. I don't like wars. I don't like funding Ukraine. Yes, somehow the Democrats became the party of war, but- it's because none of these people have any freaking principles, right? Whatever happened to balancing the budget? Whatever <laughs> happened to fiscal conservatism? Uh, that used to be a Republican thing. That used to be thing. a Republican they don't give thing. I'm right. about that now. Right. Amazing. Now, therefore, print, 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 print. Like, right. spend as much money as possible before this entire Ponzi scheme collapses. Right. Make sure that you and your families in Congress. That's the problem. They- you can right build your little there. bunkers while the while the country collapses. Right. No worries. Billionaires will be just fine because they've built their multi-billion-dollar bunkers. Right. And uh, yeah, the rest of America will be forced to live in pods and eat the bugs. Like we'll, literally, we'll that's be what, left well, that SOS. Is what's happening bro. to everybody else.
2: We'll be left SOS. So th- this is the the topic that that I wanted to get to. Why are these people? having more of an inclusive little agenda now, right? Like all these politicians that have been in Congress for the past 20, 40, you know, some of them 30 years, 15, because they're old and they want to collect the bag, brother. That's my opinion. They want to collect that bag. They want to continue to pedal to the idea that they're doing their actual job. But what they're actually doing is literally just collecting the money. So by the time that they get out, their families are secure. Look at how much actuals, like, The actual numbers tell you of people that had come into Congress and have left with 10 times their net worth while we are sitting here in our thirties with the ideas that will definitely take this country to the next level. And we are completely just taken apart by the system itself. We're not giving the shot. I'm not saying that I want to be in Congress, but I'm saying that we can do a better job
0: than these freaking idiots. No doubt. No doubt. So, something that, to me, is one of the most important issues that that's near and dear to my heart, because you know, Frankie, you were here almost from the beginning of the podcast. Pretty Danny much, Manny is here frequently. Uh, even Hernando came on the podcast, I think once or twice. Um, yep. So, I we were talking about a lot of issues, right? The border was like a minor issue, right. something that we cared about. But then, like as at least for me, and I, perhaps you are different. I mean, you're well more, m- much more informed on what's been happening previously than I was. But as I started discovering the American Replacement Center here in San Antonio, uh, as we started doing some undercover reporting, and as we went undercover as, at a children's camp, it became so clear to me that this was the most important issue in the country and that I should be doing everything in my power to help, to help showcase the truth Of what was really happening here in my state In my community It is so dark That there is an entire uh, Office out there The Office of Refugee Resettlement yep. That has, that has a, a program For unaccompanied minors yes, We know that do. hundreds of thousands Of minors have crossed the border In the last three years Up to 300,000 I think is the, the estimate Yeah, uh, and It's getting a little bit closer have, To 4,
2: 400,000 right now Sorry to cut you off
0: we're getting closer to four, yes, almost sir. half a million mm-hmm. children have entered our country illegally, enabled and um, and funded by the Biden administration. They are using religious NGOs to get them across the border. Yes. They're housing them yes. in camp-like conditions. <laughs> in some cases, in some cases, in really nice facilities that you're also paying for. It's yeah. sort of, there's a whole range of this. Yeah. Some of these facilities are, let's see let's say this they are providing uh affirming care for the mentally ill mm-hmm. and so uh they have the affirming care for the mentally ill uh militant flag on their website right. um, they are harming kids right and we're paying for it and so for some reason on X and perhaps this has changed but perhaps not Hopefully, has changed. Um, this is, yeah, this is the the Office of Refugee Resettlement uh, website. What you see on your on your screen right now is the OR unaccompanied children program policy guide. Yes, we have one of those. What you say? There's like right. an entire guide that is made about this. Yeah, that's not real. That there's no children camps, guys. Biden wouldn't do that. There's no way we'd be trafficking children. No,
2: of course not. Um,
0: in the meantime, though. There's standards for placement and transfer decisions, placement considerations, children with special needs, safety issues, referrals to our initial placement, request for information. There's so much out there about what the Biden administration is, is doing uh, to traffic these children. We see reports of these children being found working hard labor jobs, doing roofing, working in factories. Yep. There's been kids that have died already There's been little kids with their legs ripped off. Yes, they have. And who's benefiting from all this? The corporations as always. 100%. The billionaire class benefits. They get their little uh, indentured servant slaves. Literally, these kids, a lot of the times, owe $10,000 to a sponsor that then they have to go and work in a fricking factory to pay this sponsor right. that Joe Biden selected for them. So I'm sorry if I don't believe that Joe Biden gives one damn about border security. He's proven that he doesn't give a damn. In fact, he's proven that he wants an open border. Yep. And he's proven that he puts illegal criminal aliens before American citizens. A thousand percent. Frankie. My my thing is this, thoughts right? On, so thoughts for the on this.
2: Oh, yeah, 100 percent. So for those of you who are listening and think like the enemy right now, the what we're talking about and for those of you who are abroad, you know, we have a, a pretty big audience in Germany and in the UK, also in the Middle East, Australia and a lot of other places around the globe. So for those of you who are not looking at this on X, what we're showing basically is the guidelines for the illegal immigrants that are unaccompanied when they come into the border what the actual government is supposed to be doing. And by the government, we're talking, yeah, illegal immigrant children, babies, little infants. Anybody that is under the age of 17 in this country is considered a minor. It's not like in the UK where the age of consent is 16. Here is by the states. Every state has a different ruling on it. Every state can make their own rules and regulations about it. For our actual illegal immigration issue there is an actual office that deals with the unaccompanied children these children get placed either with a sponsor or they get placed into a program that is basically housing them for 27 to whatever amount of days the actual average is 27 days after that they go to an actual NGO for those of you who don't know what an NGO is as a non-governmental organization meaning Another arm of the American government, because they're actually doing what the American government wants them to do. That is basically it. It's not even a possibility. It's not even a probability. It's an actual fact, because governments around the world, and I'll give you a perfect example. In Syria, you have a civil war going on. You have ISIS and you have every other terrorist organization going out there, bombing the shit out of each other, making a lot of conflict. Great. Perfect. Unfortunate for the children. What happens when their parents die? NGOs come in and they take care of the kids. Is it a good thing? Some people think it is. But in America, we, a lot of us, don't think it is a good move. Because we're not betting the people that are taking care of these children. There is no betting process. They tell you there is. But we have done the investigation and the actual reporting on it before. Where we see that anybody can pretty much get a child if they want to in the United States of America. All you have to do is go to an NGO, get the money from the government and you have a brand new child. It is easy easier... By the way, on that point, go ahead, Frankie, yeah.
0: on that exact point, on that exact point, and you and I have already talked about yes, we this, have. I am wrestling with the idea of doing a report specifically on that, right? Like, right. how easy is it actually to start an NGO, get federal money and get children? Because a lot of organizations are doing it, and they're harming kids, I mentioned to you that I have this idea Mm -hmm. of, why don't we just start an NGO, get rescue as many kids as we can from these facilities, and then provide them a based education where they actually love America. And and, and if they have some kind of mental disability, that uh, we actually treat them compassionately and help them, instead of indoctrinating them with DEI woke garbage because they are being indoctrinated in these facilities. And so I still don't know if I'm going to do this because I'm sort of troubled by the idea of this. But there is a possibility that if you and I and all of the supporters that Uh actually care about this issue, we could probably put together something where, where we could build a facility, we could build a program where we actually train these kids, give them... Uh, the right uh, entrepreneurial skills and, and american values and or maybe we help that reunite them with their families because some I'm of sure these kids be have been kidnapped absolutely so it's possible that we can actually rescue some of these little babies and give them back to their mamas like that right. is possible um that to me will mean and so on this exact point world, man like, i just wanted to i just wanted to like bring that back yeah, up of course, to the top of course. Um, It is just just
2: so sad that we have to sit here as American citizens and we have to discuss the possibility of starting an NGO so we can save the children from the predatory hands that are at bay trying to destroy these kids. It is just so profoundly sad, man. Like, how can we how far has America come? From the time that we were basically the pillars of morality in the freaking globe, we were doing everything that was right. We basically went against a regime that wanted to control the world. America, and this is the notion that people don't get, America had the possibility of taking control of the globe when we won World War II. There you go. There it is said. And we didn't. What did we do? The Marshall Act. We gave money so actual Germany and everywhere in Europe can rebuild their actual countries. We did the right thing. Yes, that we put bases everywhere that we saw fit. Of course, we are a globalist nation. We believe that we are a polar, one of the pillars that is actually going to uphold the values of the American people and we want to push that to everybody democracy everything else and here we are now two citizens of the united states thinking about starting an ngo so we can stop people from raping children and trafficking them that is how far america has come what in the world is happening what is the actual end game to this how can we go back to those days that's what i want to know joseph
0: and and i know that I know that this is sort of late in this video, and right. so a lot less people watch this part than the beginning part, so understand but that's okay if, if you are watching this video and if you've made it this far, please leave a comment on, do you think this is a good idea? Because like I said, I'm not fully, I, I, from a journalism perspective, I would very much actually like to know that right. and go through the process that I know that. Um, from a humanitarian standpoint, I'm like, man, we should do this before the kids. Like, right. 100%. There's no one else that's going to help them. Um, the government doesn't care. They don't. The attorney general of Texas pretends to care. He sues <laughs> right. one NGO out of ungr- hundreds, right. it's like and not the children camp ones. Right. And so I don't uh, let us know if, if, if you've if you made it to this, if you made it this far in the in the podcast, drop a comment, let us know what you think about this idea, because um I'm really, really seriously considering. And I think partnering with somebody like Frankie that actually cares about this yeah. issue would, would go a long way. Um, I want to move on and just give you yeah, yeah, one, yeah. More, uh, one more piece of content here. Um, so like we said, while Joe Biden came to the border to Brownsville, Texas, where the crisis mm-hmm. is not, Donald <laughs> Trump came to the border where Greg Abbott has secured a park, essentially, but right. still, I mean, baby steps. Donald Trump came in one step at and a time, baby. The chief, yes, baby steps. Uh, the chief of the Border Patrol Council, the Border Patrol Union president, Judd Tare, just tore Joe Biden to pieces. And I, I and people just need to hear this because it's so true, and Americans know this, sir. I want I want
5: you to know. Your agents, my agents, they're mad as hell, absolutely mad that President Biden went to Brownsville, Texas, rather than going to Arizona, rather than going to San Diego, California, rather than coming to Eagle Pass, Texas, which has been the epicenter. What President Trump has seen right here is he's seen how his policies have worked, but he's also seen how he can expand upon those policies once he takes goes back into the White House. He has seen how Governor Abbott has been able to use his policies to secure this specific area, the epicenter of the last two years of the illegal border crisis that we have had to endure. And your agents, President, they are pissed. Border Patrol agents are upset that we cannot get the proper policy that is necessary to protect human life, <laughs> to protect American citizens, to protect the people that are crossing the border illegally. We want to protect them as well. And we can't do that because President Biden's policies continue to invite people to cross here. Thank goodness we have a governor like Governor Abbott. Thank goodness we have somebody that's willing to run for president of the United States. Forgo everything else that he's been doing to serve the American people. President, thank you.
0: Seriously. Look at that. The, the choice is clear. People need to register to vote and make this happen because this is the most important election of our lifetime. And people hear that all the time. But this one might be actually like this that. Might that be that might not be. Hyper- no. I think that like like, dude, there will be no more country. There will be something more akin to the United Socialist States of America. There could might be, be the, really. uh, the Islamic States of America. Yep, that, that could be what we become. There'll be something. There'll be something it's just right. not going to be the country we grew up in, unfortunately. No, absolutely
2: not. What I heard in, in that particular video is the values of America inside an actual human being. That is a very warming... F- Breath of fresh air, because you can see that he's not just saying that just to get a little little kick in the back or a little pat in the back for that matter, saying, yeah, man, we're here for you. You can tell that his actual comment is sincere. And you can tell that he has been chosen as a spokesperson for an actual association for a reason, because he is bringing forward the sentiment of those agents that are working in the border. Particularly the way that he said, we're trying to protect the people, even if they're coming here illegally. That's what America is all about. America is about upholding the moral high ground at all costs, even if it goes against our laws. And the rules and regulations here are not allowing us to do so.
0: You and I have a very similar mission in what we're trying to achieve here. We have a different approach, for sure. Uh, But in some ways, it's very similar. And and a lot of the things that we need to do are the same, including producing, just listen to Gary Vee, right? Like you want to achieve something, you need to use social media, you need to be pumping out content. You and I have agreed to produce original content every single day in March. Yes, sir. Which That's is what we're doing. Which is a lot easier when when we're working together in this case right. because you can have this video for your podcast. I can have this video for my podcast. Both it's its original content for both of us. It's going to take a lot of work to actually produce the full long term podcast right. like this or, or long term podcast every single day. But we will do our very best to actually achieve this goal. Sometimes 100%. it might be a 15 20 minute video. Sometimes it's going to be a full hour. But we really believe this. We really need your help. We 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 are going to save the country, but everybody's got to get engaged. 100%. And, and man, like everybody's got to register to vote. Everybody's got to make this happen. Um, the Republicans have been crushed over and over and over again. We cannot get confident in that. Oh, Donald Trump's going to win and then not show up to vote. If you're that guy, you suck. Like, and don't dude, complain. Literally, go vote. Go vote even if you think he's going to win. Yeah. Frankie thank you so much uh Likewise, I'll man. close out first and you yeah, can close go out ahead. absolutely uh, so a joint effort so i'll say uh thank you for watching everybody i hope you like this content this has been a collaboration uh between Frankie and i i'm joseph trimmer the founder of free speech studios and the host of the free speech podcast and it over to you Frankie and i am francisco avilés
2: the host of think like the enemy thank you so much for watching like comment share and subscribe We appreciate you. God bless you. And we'll see you in the next one. Please share this
0: video with your friends.
2: See y'all later.